This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha Ha Laugh Funny Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro. and Barry Rosenfeld. I need to start drinking alcohol. Now go to sleep, we. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I am Dylan Hafer, and as always on Fridays, I am just here talking to myself. We are going to get into Top Chef. We have a two-part Last Chance Kitchen to recap, and then a great episode with a challenge that um, may or may not have made me cry upwards of three times. Um, I don't really, I don't really want to get into <laughs> my emotional state right now, but let's just say I'm recording this Thursday afternoon and it has been a doozy of a day. We started off with Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion looks. Overall, a pretty, a pretty solid bunch. Everybody's in gold. Um, I would, to me, honestly, I'm sorry if you think I'm a Teresa hater. She was the biggest miss of the group. The mirror ball jumpsuit look was just not, it didn't feel, um, it felt, one could say cheap. Um, you know, just not, not quite my cup of tea. Um, but for the most part, not a bad bunch, definitely better than Salt Lake. Uh, but I think we've established that it can't really be worse than Salt Lake this season. And then not two hours later, Bravo drops the trailer and, uh, promo looks for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season 12, which premieres on May 11th. Uh, the trailer looks great to me. I'm very excited. I would say the buzziest moment um, that people have been talking about is this scene between Kyle, Kathy, and Lisa Rinna, who um, looks pretty thrilled that Kyle and Kathy are not getting along. Um, I'm potentially excited to see our evil villain, uh, messy, you know, mirth-filled Lisa Rinna back again. It's been a while since we've seen, I think, her true potential on Housewives, and I'm hoping that this season might be a return to form. But, you know, I'm very excited either way. Um, so let's talk about Top Chef before, because we honestly, it's a, it's a lot to get to. It was a supersized episode and a double Last Chance Kitchen. How long do they think I'm going to sit here and talk to myself? Let's find out. Um, so in Last Chance Kitchen, we have Ashley joining Sarah and Leah. Leah, who's been in Last Chance Kitchen now for like five weeks. That is always wild to me because I just, I feel like if I got sent to Last Chance Kitchen, I would have a mental breakdown the first day and be like, actually, you know, I might just go home. I'm, I'm tired. I am kind of like annoyed that I got sent home from the main competition. I'm just going to let whoever else, you know, I don't think I have that competitive spirit to really really make it through last chance kitchen um but in this challenge they can make whatever they want but they only have three minutes to shop for ingredients um so that is stressful because i mean (laughs) if i had three minutes to shop for ingredients i literally would pick up like an onion and that would be it um leah forgets salt and pepper that's kind of like the biggest uh boo-boo you could say out of this three minute shopping trip but they're allowed to make whatever they want 
Sadly, Leah forgetting salt and pepper ends up being her downfall. And Sarah and Ashley advance to round two, where they find out that they have to trade stations with each other. So not only when Tom first said that they would have to use each other's ingredients, I was like, okay, so they'll get a fresh basket that's the same as what that person got in their three minutes. No, no, no. They're literally just stepping over to the other table. So... (laughs) So Ashley has to spend the first like five minutes just tidying up Sarah's mess that she left because she's like, I can't work at a messy space. Um, But I actually thought this was kind of cool because you saw two kind of random sets of ingredients and then they had to flip them. And obviously they didn't just want to make the same thing that the other person had just made. So Ashley had grabbed okra before and she had done a really cool thing with the seeds that Tom had liked, even though he doesn't really like okra. And then all of a sudden Sarah has to cook with okra, which she's never done before. And she's like, okay, Ashley, could I cook it this way? Could I cook it this way? And Ashley's like, no, 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 it's going to be slimy, bitch. Um, Everybody, I feel like they both end up doing a pretty good job. Um, Ashley has like some salmon and some yogurt. Overall, Ashley ends up winning. This was not really surprising. It seemed like the switching ingredients more had worked in her favor a little more. Ashley had just had not left a lot of ingredients for Sarah. And also we had established that Tom does not like okra. So that seemed like kind of a no-brainer. Uh, but Sarah does get to stay in Last Chance Kitchen. I like the way they have been doing Last Chance Kitchen, where it kind of resets halfway through the season. I don't know if they'll let the other chefs, the other eliminated chefs kind of get another shot, but I, I like that we don't have to wait 12 weeks for one person to get back in the competition. It kind of feels like it keeps it a little bit spicier. And Ashley is immediately back in the competition. She just went home last week. Um, and they arrive for the quick fire, and it is furnished by Talenti Gelato, which I love to eat. Uh, they have a new collection of uh, dual flavor pairings. And so inspired by that in this quick fire, they each have to choose either a sweet or a salty jar of ingredients and then work in pairs. So we have some interesting assortments of ingredients happening. We have like pistachio and pear. We have honey and miso. I feel like this is actually a pretty fun quick fire because it feels, I mean, I don't want to say it's low stakes, but it's kind of like, yeah, like we'll, we'll find something cool and everybody does a great job. It's not like, it's not one of those quick fires. I don't, you know, in on Top Chef, like some quick fires feel like people are fighting for their lives and some quick fires feel just kind of more like, yeah, we have 30 minutes to make a fun dish. And this one, I kind of like that it was in the latter category. Um, Nick and Ashley are the winning pair. They did a great job using pork rinds in their dessert, uh, which, you know, I would not know how to do, but it it looked good. And apparently now Talenti is going to have to make a flavor inspired by that. I don't know if pork rind gelato will do that well in the grocery store, uh, but I'm glad they were able to make it work for this challenge. And they get double immunity in the elimination challenge. That is actually pretty crazy. And, you know, Ashley was just coming back in the competition. So she automatically gets to go a whole nother week. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash 
MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. So we get to the elimination challenge and oh my God, I'm like already crying. So the whole thing this week is that they are saluting and honoring five Texas trailblazer women who are Governor Ann Richards, who I believe was the second woman governor of Texas and did a lot of great stuff. Uh, Babe Diedrich Zaharias, who was a basketball player. Barbara Jordan, who was the first black woman elected to Congress in the state of Texas. Uh, Bessie Coleman, who was uh, uh, the first woman, black woman, Native American woman pilot. And Selena. It, it basically, it's a really cool eclectic group. There's some politicians, an athlete, a singer, a, a lot of different stuff going on. Um, and the challenge is that they they have to choose the knives and they each have to honor one of the women through their dishes. And I think, I think dishes like this challenges like this are part of what makes top chef cool because they're allowed to cook whatever they want. There's no parameters in this challenge. It's not like you have to cook with a certain type of protein or, you know, like a lot of them have more specific categories, but I really like, I really like this is purely creativity and it lets them kind of, take their own inspiration and apply it to what they like to cook or, you know, you can really go anywhere with it. And I think in a way you could say that makes it easier on the chefs because they can make whatever they want, but also it's hard because you have to, you have to, I mean, there's no like excuse. There's no excuse of like, Oh, I've never cooked with this thing before. So that's why I was kind of, you know, it was tough. Like you, you can make whatever the fuck you want. So it better be good, but also it better fit the challenge. Um, so <laughs> we, everybody does their research. They're deciding how they want to, you know, do these things. And, you know, some people are doing, p- people have different strategies here. Like some people I feel like are like, well, like this person was, this person was cool. So I'm going to do something cool. But the, you know, like some people, the inspiration they're taking very directly and some are a little more abstract. Um, but overall, overall, I really enjoy them kind of going through this process. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about Damar trying to make tortillas for the first time uh, to honor Selena and his dish. I feel like that is a risky move. And even Tom is like, you didn't like buy a store-bought tortilla just like to use as a backup. I don't know. That Every time, I feel like every episode on Top Chef, somebody is saying that they're making something for the first time. And that is always wild to me because, first of all, I feel like these people have cooked everything, even though I know that's not physically possible. But also, it's like, if I I don't... <laughs> again, the re- reason number 12,000 why I could never be on Top Chef, if if they told if they, if I was supposed to make something that I had never made before, I'd be like, mm, I don't know. I think I'm just going to make like a grilled cheese. Like, I would be... I would I would just be like, no, 
I'm going to, I'll pick something else. It's okay. I'll pick something else. Don't worry. No, it's fine. So the fact that Damar has chosen fully on his own accord to make tortillas for the first time, I guess hats off to him. Um, we get to the judging panel, which is made up of a whole group of impressive Texas women. Love to see it. Gail is wearing her Planned Parenthood pin. Cecile Richards, who it turns out is the daughter of Texas Governor Ann Richards. Never knew that. She's a badass. Selena's sister, Suzette, is there. Cheryl, Cheryl Swoops, the basketball player, is there. This is a cool-ass judging panel. And I love that they each get an equal vote to decide the winner. Um, the dishes come out, and honestly, this was uh, this is another. Uh, this is not like news that the dishes looked good, but the dishes the dishes looked good. Celine, Evelyn for Selena does a Como la Flor inspired ceviche. Demar does a green pozole. Pozole is one of my low key favorite foods. It's so good. If you've never had it, you know, find some. Um, the Babe Diedrichson dishes are a little bit rougher. Jay does a gumbo with kimchi. But the judges point out that it really feels like she was more paying homage to her mentor, Leah Chase, uh, beloved New Orleans chef, than it was to Babe Diedrichson, which that's what I'm saying is it's kind of treacherous in a challenge like this, because if you just cook what you want to cook and the if the connection to the person you're honoring isn't strong enough, then having a delicious dish isn't going to be enough. And then on top of that, let's be... Let's be real. I don't think they thought Jay's dish was that delicious. So that was kind of like, I was I was kind of surprised she wasn't in the bottom three. Um, but Ashley's candied pork with potatoes just doesn't quite, doesn't quite hit either. Um, I, Buddha is quickly becoming a favorite for me this season. For Bassie Coleman, he makes a chicken, a roast chicken type of dish, but it has to do with uh, Bassie Coleman's famous figure eight flying trick. It's just like very impressive stuff impressive stuff going on. Uh, but Luke does like a cured salmon with chicken fudge. He explains what the chicken fudge is, but I, my brain can't wrap around that. It sounds disgusting to me. And the judges either don't like it or don't get enough of it for it to, um, you know, really work in the dish. I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a whole mess. But um, for Ann Richards, Nick does a snapper with a potato that's cut in the shape of a mushroom um which that is very cool that is something to me where i'm like i would never in a million years put the effort in to do that but if it was on my plate i would be like oh that's so fun love it um and then for barbara jordan monique 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 my my two nemeses that are still in the competition are assigned to barbara jordan which i gotta say that uh that's a rough one for me because I feel like she deserves better. Um, but Monique does a fried oyster with a bean type of thing and okra and a sauce. And there are a few issues here. First of all, she fries the oysters and then decides that they're too big to be like one bite, I guess. I don't know. I feel like they could just cut them. So she decides to cut the oysters in half before plating. And then she puts this broth over the oysters, but she's like, it could get soggy. I don't know. I don't know. I'll just put not very much broth. And then it turns out that half the judges have no fucking broth on their plate. And then they're also like, why'd you cut the oyster? That's weird. Just give me the whole oyster. Like, I don't understand. The judges have forks and knives. Like, if I get a piece of something that's too big to put in my mouth, I will cut it in half. Like, I'm not a baby. I have tools at my disposal to fix that problem. So I feel like Monique really created a problem that didn't exist and then made her dish worse as a way of 
you know, troubleshooting that. And it's like, girl, just put the oyster on the plate. And then the fact that the broth was supposed to tie together the whole dish and Gail is like, yeah, I didn't really get any of that. That's just, I mean, it's just, it sucks for Monique because I feel like she made her own dish worse, but it also is like, yeah, like you made poor choices and that's what happens. You have to live with the consequences of your actions. That is what it is. I don't know why I'm going so hard on Monique right now because Jackson, no, Jackson didn't fuck up. You know, he was in the top. I have to give him that. He made a pasta with a ragu that had this... Something with like organs in it, which is just. <sighs> I don't understand people on this show. You are cooking for strangers and you're going to give them organ meat? Give me a fucking chicken. Like, give me a, 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 a. Like, literally anything else. If somebody that I had never met before and had I had never spoken to about what I like to eat cooked something for me, they could make anything in the world. You could make anything. I just talked about how this challenge had no specifications for what you could cook. And you make me pasta with organ meat? He's like, oh, she had so much heart. She had so much guts. And it's like, yeah, I don't want to eat that. I want to eat like a, a beautiful piece of meat, not stomach. Line. I don't like, I don't even know what it is. Like that is nasty and poor selena's sister is like oh it's delicious what did i just eat and they're like it's organ meat and she's like <laughs> like oh my god i know they liked jackson's dish good for him being in the top again but sir don't get a grip you know don't cook organ meat for strangers that just feels rude um, but the, the tops of the week are Evelyn, Jackson, and Buddha. You know how I feel about Jackson, but I would say that Evelyn and Buddha are probably my personal faves at this point. I also really like Joe, but she had has been a little more up and down recently. Evelyn wins her second challenge in a row, which is very exciting for her. And both of them have been like personal, personal connections, personal triumphs. Love seeing that for her. Meanwhile, in the bottom, we have Monique, Ashley, and Luke. Ashley, of course is safe from elimination because she won the quick fire, uh, but she's really pretty emotional about it. I know because she went home last week, she feels like she's kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel right now, but Padma reminds her that she won the quick fire. So I think, I think Ashley, I think she still has potential. I think she's kind of, um, you know, struggling a little bit right now, but I don't feel like it's one of those things where she's actually the worst one there but also who is the worst one there i don't know i guess it was monique because she gets she gets sent home gail my favorite critique of the night gail says i'm not clear on what monique was trying to do tonight and i certainly know she wasn't successful at it i mean what more can i say that's <laughs> what more can i say i'm gonna stop talking that's where i'm gonna leave you thank you so much for listening don't forget to rate review and follow the show wherever you listen you can follow me on instagram at bravo by batches and until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter.
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.